0: Welcome to News Kids, I'm Rose and I'm Zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hi, it's Rose here. This week we
1: are talking about the discovery of the wreck of Sir Ernest Shackleton's ship Endurance off the coast of Antarctica, International Women's Day, the latest news from Ukraine and plastic
0: pollution. Hi, it's Laurie here. BBC News reported this week that an incredible discovery has been made at the bottom of the ocean just off the coast of Antarctica. Scientists have found one of the greatest ever undiscovered shipwrecks 107 years after it sank. The Endurance, which is the name of the lost ship of Antarctic explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton, was found at the weekend at the bottom of the Weddell Sea. Back in 1915, Sir Ernest Shackleton and his crew set out to achieve the first land crossing of Antarctica, but Endurance did not reach land. It first began encountering problems on January the 18th, 1915, after becoming trapped in dense pack ice, which caused it to be stuck for many months. By October of that year, the ship was still stuck. When a sudden drop in temperature led to the ice gradually weighing the ship down, leading to its sinking on November the 21st, 1915, and forcing Shackleton and his men to make an astonishing escape on foot and in small boats video of the shipwreck show Endurance to be in remarkable condition. Even though it has been sitting in 10,000 feet of water for over a century, this video shows it looks just like it did on the November day when it sank. Although some of the timbers are broken, the ship is still recognisable and the name Endurance is clearly on the stern. The wreck itself is a designated monument under the International Antarctic Treaty and must not be disturbed in any way. No physical artefacts have therefore been brought to the surface. Marine archaeologist Menson Bound said without any exaggeration this is the finest wooden shipwreck I have ever seen by far. It is upright, well proud of the seabed intact and in a brilliant state of preservation. He told BBC News. The mission's leader, the veteran polar geographer, Dr. John Shears, described the moment cameras landed on the ship's name as jaw-dropping. He said, The discovery of the wreck is an incredible achievement. We have successfully completed the world's most difficult shipwreck search, battling constantly shifting sea ice, blizzards, and temperatures dropping down to minus 18 degrees Celsius.
2: We have achieved what many people said wasn't possible. Hello, this is Zara. This week, on the 8th of March, it was International Women's Day, which is a global celebration of women and their achievements, whilst also calling for equality where men and women are treated the same. It is a day that seeks to raise awareness of issues affecting women around the world. International Women's Day has been marked for over 100 years, with the first gathering being held in 1911, and the event was eventually made official through recognition by the United Nations. Over the years, quality of life improved for women, but their rights and equality to men did not, and it took many years for women to even have a right to vote. Every International Women's Day since 1996 has had a theme. This year, the International Women's Day theme is Break the Bias and is asking people to imagine a world free of bias, stereotypes and discrimination. The United Nations also announces themes for International Women's Day too. And for 2022, it is Gender Equality Today, for a sustainable tomorrow and focuses on women in the context of climate change. The United Nations International Women's Day theme calls for women and girls to have a voice and be equal players in decision-making related to climate change and sustainability. The United Nations website states that women are more vulnerable to climate change than men as they constitute the majority of the world's poor and are more dependent on the natural resources that climate change threatens the most. To celebrate this occasion, people often wear purple, green or white, which are the colours of International Women's Day. According to the International Women's Day website, purple signifies justice and dignity. Green symbolises hope and white represents purity. In some countries like China, Many women are given half a day of off work. So, after all these years, why do we still need an International Women's Day? Well, according to a report by the World Economic Forum, the time needed to close the gender pay gap has increased from 99.5 years to 135.6 years. We have seen the resurgence of the Taliban in Afghanistan, with girls being banned from receiving secondary education, and many women being told not to return to work, in the UK we saw the murder of Sarah Everard by a serving police officer, and that has led to lots of debates around women's safety. It's not all bad news though. There has been lots of progress in female leadership, with Kamala Harris becoming the first female, first black U.S. vice president in 2021, and Sweden. Samoa and Tunisia all getting female prime ministers for the first time in history. So lots of work have been done to improve the situation for women but lots remain and so I think it's incredibly important to keep marking this day on the 8th of March every year.
1: Hi, it's Rose here. It's been so sad reading the news this week. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is continuing with attacks day and night, meaning it's a very dangerous place for ordinary people to stay. There are many terrible stories of towns and cities being attacked and people being killed defending their country. Hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians have been left with no heat, water, or electricity, and many are trapped, having struggled to find a safe path to escape. On day 14 of the invasion, it was reported that Russian troops advancing towards Kiev in the north of Ukraine have been slowed down by attacks from Ukrainian forces and hampered by serious logistical problems. Analysts say Russian troops are bringing up reinforcements and supplies for a further assault on the capital, Kiev, within the next few days. Although Russia's military is thought to be around eight times the size of Ukraine's, the Ukrainian military claimed to have shot down three Russian frozen ships and a cruise missile, a sign that Ukrainian's air defense systems and air force are still functioning two weeks into the war. Ukrainian soldiers have killed more than 3,000 Russian troops, according to conservative estimates by American officials. Officials at the United Nations said that in just 11 days of fighting, there have been 1,207 civilian casualties in Ukraine, including 406 fatalities. That includes 27 children killed and 42 children injured, and countless more have been and severely traumatised. It is likely to be a vast underestimate, according to officials. The United Nations has said that in total, more than 2 million people have had to flee so far. Ceasefires were on Wednesday, agreed in Sumi, Maripole and elsewhere, to allow civilians to leave the war zone safely. This includes lots of children and young people who have had to leave their ordinary lives, friends and school behind.
3: Hello, this is Isa and I am going to talk about a new initiative to tackle the problem of plastic pollution. Plastic pollution is incredibly damaging to the environment and can harm wildlife and contaminate food. The problem with plastic is that most of it is not biodegradable which means that it doesn't break down in the environment. On top of this, a lot of plastic produced each year is single use which means it cannot be recycled and used again. Tons and tons of plastic enters the oceans each year too. In fact, it is thought that more than five trillion pieces of plastic are in the world's oceans. Tiny plastic particles have also been found in things like the food we eat and even the air we breathe, which is terrible for our health. The United Nations is a worldwide organisation that brings countries together to talk about and agree on world issues and the United Nations countries have agreed to start negotiations on an international agreement to tackle the plastic crisis. World leaders have until 2024 to agree on the Plastic pollution Treaty and how the deal will be paid for. Professor Steve Fletcher of the University of Portsmouth, who advises the United Nations on plastic issues, said that a global agreement was needed because one country can't deal with plastic pollution on its own, no matter how good its policies are. Environmental groups are calling for a clear and strong global standards to be agreed to to incentivize countries to stick to the common rules of pl- over plastics. The conservation charity WWF described the decision as one of the world's most ambitious environmental actions. There is a lot of work left to be done to put in place the agreement, but at least this is a start to solving the plastic pollution problem.
1: I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.